Naturally New York. This is Natalie Ayres back at it and back in New York City. I'm so excited. Finally, we have a solo episode. I hope y'all have liked the last four, I think, with guest artists. And thank you again to all the guest artists. You're all amazing. Yeah, but this week we are back with a solo episode. So excited to catch you all up one-on-one about my summer and my experience at the rent fair and everything in between. First, we have to do a little catch-up chat with Nat, just in general. So yes, like I said, your girl is back in New York City. I'm a happy girl. I'm recording this from my apartment in Manhattan, and yes, I couldn't be more happy. And Tomorrow, <clears throat> knock on wood, assuming all goes well, I'm re-signing my lease on my apartment, so very excited about that, and hopefully it all goes according to plan, um, but let me catch you up chronologically on my last few weeks or week. So, we we ha- obviously the run fair ended and everything um, on the 15th, August 15th, I packed up my things and went back home, um, drove back to Jersey. Um, but what I will say about the end, I mean, it's hard to know what I'm going to, well, this whole episode's going to be about the run fair in my summer, but the last day was very emotional and everything. And actually I'll get into detail about that later, but, um, yeah, we had the last day, which was very emotional and everything. And then we had like a little, shebang we went to a winery and hung out and then back to the kitchen and hung out and then the next morning we the 15th we had to like check out of our rooms and the kitchen and everything and then we had like a group circle and sang one last song and did a little farewell and it was very emotional and sad and cute um but yeah then on the 15th I drove back and then on the 16th I moved back into my apartment in the city Well, I moved my things back. Today is the day I need to actually put everything back in its place. Um, Today is Sunday, the 21st. So yeah, this episode comes out in two days. So I was like, I gotta record this. But I wanted to have as many updates for y'all as possible. Also, I've just been insanely busy. Um, So I moved my things back into my apartment on the 16th with my mom. She drove over. We drove from Jersey, filled her car. um, And... Then uh, I saw my girlfriend, which was very nice. I hadn't seen her since she visited the Ren Fair a few weeks ago. So that was good to see her. And then the next day was my mom's birthday. So I had to go back to New Jersey. And we went uh, down the shore to Asbury Park, me, my mom, and my sister, which was very fun. Um, We do that, I want to say... I don't know about every year, but we, we've done it before. Maybe it's like becoming a tradition that we go to Asbury Park for her birthday, get a hotel room um, right by the ocean and the boardwalk there, which is so cute. And yeah, it was really nice. Um, we hung by the beach. and Actually, no, we hung by our pool, which is by the beach. Um, apparently, like the riptides are really bad right now, so no one could really go in the ocean. Um, but yeah, it was nice. We had a nice dinner. Um, some oysters and clams and then lobster roll. We love seafood. The next day we woke up there at the hotel and hung by the pool again. It was so nice. I got some color, finally catching up to my girlfriend's tan. Um, and then I came back to the city and then, um, and then I had to go, I, I went back to the city because I've been going back and forth to New Jersey and New York. But the reason I had to go back to the city that night was because my friends, the the ones I was talking about, Emmy, her play she wrote was opening night. So I went to the opening night party and it was so cute and fun. It was at Barcade um, in like Midtown, which I'd never been to before. Actually, I didn't end up playing any of the games because I brought my girlfriend there and we only stayed like an hour because we both had to be up early the next day because she had work and school, obviously she's a teacher, and I had to be on set for a show I was, a TV show I was doing background for. Um, 
like at 6 a.m. So we're like, we can't stay too late. But I really wanted to go because it's like, how often do your friends' plays have opening night parties? So I had to go and support them and, you know, show face. And I wanted to see them. Of course, I missed them. Um, I wish I could have stayed later. It was so silly because uh, my girlfriend and I ran to the subway because we saw the sea was coming soon and so we wanted to catch it and then we literally saw it go past us we missed it by a second so then we took the e up to 50th street or port authority or something and then yeah it was 50th and 8th and then we um called an uber from like the previous stop to pick us up on time there and then the uber was like calling me to be like are you on the right side or left side of the street it said we're on the right side and they were like okay and then it like said they picked us up but we hadn't got picked up yet and then they like canceled the ride so we're like what the fuck like so then we ended up getting a taxi my girlfriend hailed the taxi i've not hailed a taxi in years um but honestly the taxi was half the price of the uber and like supporting their union so honestly i'm here for a taxi but yeah so then the next day obviously i went to set for the TV show. The set was in New Jersey, a town over from my parents. So that's why it was kind of silly that I went back and forth to the city so much. But, you know, I had to go to that party. So, yeah, the set was good. Um, I was, like, fairly featured-ish for background. That tends to happen to me. I don't know. I have the glisten in my eye that says, put me right by all the leads. So they do, um, which is nice. I, I don't say it, but they just, you know, they pick me. Um, which is nice. Um, now I'm jinxing myself, but it's, it's tended to happen the times I've done background work. Anyway, um, so we love that. And yeah, it was fun. It was chill. Um, I actually did background for the pilot of this show just about a year ago. And now they're starting to film the whole series. So they emailed me asking to come back and saying it like me might be a regular thing. I'm playing a high school student. Um, so yeah, I'm like in the, the classroom with the people. So that's, that's fun. Um, but again, I sure I can't talk too much about it, so I'm not going to say much more, but yeah, it was great. Um, then what did I do then? Friday night, um, my friends came over right after filming. I got back at like 10 and they... We kind of just drank this whiskey I had. It was two of my friends who are my friends from college, Ireland and Serena, shout out. Um, yeah, I missed them. I hadn't seen I hadn't seen Ireland in forever, but Serena I saw when I was here a month ago. Um, but still, we all caught up, very nice. And yeah, it was good to see them. We just drank some whiskey in my apartment and chilled and talked. Like, that's what I, I just like love those nights where you just like chill and talk for hours. That's like my thing. And my girlfriend was out of town um, for a wedding this weekend. So, but yeah, very fun. Um, oh, and, and one of them told me about this app called Lex, which if you're queer, um, you should maybe look into it. It's very fun. I'm just starting to look into it. I have to um, show my girlfriend it when I see her today, but it's basically like for just like a app for queer people to, uh, either hang out as friends or to, I mean, I don't know, maybe to, to make, you know, connections to hook up or to date or whatever. Um, but it just depends. It's really cool. You like post these things. They're like kind of anonymous and it'll be like, hi, I'm looking for, like, some queer people to hang out with tonight, like, who's around? Um, so, anyway, that's fun. I'm just giving a shout-out to that app, Lex. Uh, one of my friends recommended it, and I think it seems cool. Anyway, um, then yesterday, what did I do? Um, I slept here. I woke up. Oh, and my new roommates came over. I think I said this, that I needed new roommates. Um, my roommate from last year moved out. Um, I think I've told this story. I don't know. Um, he was going to Columbia and he's not anymore. So he's back at home. But anyway, I met these girls on Facebook and they're a queer couple, lesbian couple we love. And yeah, it's great. Um, 
we're gonna have three of us living here instead of two now but the apartment's big enough I think it'll be fine they're getting two rooms and I still have my nice rooms so yeah it should be all good I met them yesterday well I met one of them in character at the Ren Fair actually uh, which was very funny but I met them as Natalie in real life uh, yesterday they came over they finally saw the apartment like I said we're signing the lease tomorrow so I don't blame them for wanting to see it in person before we sign um, but yeah they're super cool and I'm very excited for us to all live together I think we'll all you know be friends and hang and vibe well um, and do well living together they're both earth signs so I love that I like some nice chill earth signs in my life um, but yeah so that was cool and then they ended up staying here for like two hours we were chatting so then I had to go back to Jersey because there was a birthday dinner for my mom and my aunt um, with like my aunt my uncle um, my cousin my grandparents so I wanted to see all of them so I went back for that and then it was really nice it was a good dinner we had uh, we ate at a French place in Montclair New Jersey uh, I can't think of the name but it was good it was good um, yeah and then I took the train back last night and I honestly stayed in I was like it's Saturday night I should do something and I called up my friends and they were like oh we're going out to Mr. Purple and I said like it it sounds fun but I honestly after all that back and forth and everything I thought I wanted to go out but really I just felt like I had to and if I was honest with myself I was just so tired so I stayed in and I was like what show can I watch that my girlfriend has no interest in watching with me because I feel like most of the shows I'm watching now I'm watching with her and I landed on F-Boy Island um, which I've been wanting to watch season two of and I know she has no interest in so I did watch the first two episodes of that and that was my night it was very nice um so yeah um let's get let's get into into the the Ren Fair talk now Okay, now we're actually going to get into it. Um, I don't know if I sound more alive and awake now, but it is now later in the day. I actually had to run to some uh, like brunch plans earlier, and so, oh, and so now I'm recording again later in the day. And yeah, let's let's get into it. I'm gonna start off by pulling up my schedule from what I did this summer. Um, a rehearsal schedule so I can kind of talk through um, that I guess process um, basically the first like month or so while we were there was like classes like improv games and things let me read let me read hang on yeah the first day we had like orientation then we would have like every day we'd have chunks of time we'd have ensemble slash play time imagination slash improv time period styles which would be like us learning and talking about you know elizabethan england and kind of learning how the culture was there and what people say and then eventually the accents and like the flowery language um and then also we had character development classes and then we had performance element classes um and then we would have like ensemble improv and we would have encounters theory which was like discussing the lane encounters and kind of working on how to do that type of thing which if you don't know what I mean by lane encounters which probably most people don't um that's like during the run fair when we're between scenes or whatever and we're on like the lanes just kind of improving with people in with each other um kind of how to go about that sort of thing um you know we also learned songs we had to learn some songs that we sang at our final pub sing um yeah so we just had a lot of improv scene work we had like all these different classes and we would have those classes pretty much wednesday through sunday um so five days a week um for the first few weeks and then it slowed down a little bit once we like we're getting closer to opening or once we opened um <clears throat> but yeah so it was it was really funny because like joe said last week it was kind of like we were back in school except that we were getting paid to do it so it was awesome and i honestly haven't done like 
I don't know. I can't remember the last time in college I did like improv games or something. I guess I don't know. I don't think we did much of that senior year. Um, it's something I did a lot of like growing up in theater, like with where I went to like my theater companies and whatever. We would do a lot of improv games and comedy and whatever. But yeah, I guess just like being a musical theater major for some reason, we didn't do a ton of comedy improv type work. Um, so it was really fun to be able to get back into that for me. I love that stuff and not to toot my own horn, but I'd say I'm pretty good at it. I think everyone with me this summer was really great at it. Everyone was just hilarious and so quick on their feet. And I learned so much from being with them. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really great to be able to have that, um, that schedule of these, these classes. We had rehearsal from we would do warm-ups too, oh, also, which I need to give a shout-out to Emily, who led the warm-ups, and Suzanne, who led the vocal warm-ups. Um, we had a physical warm-up on a yoga mat. We would do, like, kind of yoga combined with, like, Pilates-ish type things, kind of combined with, like, the warm-up of a dance class, maybe, you know, things like rolling your neck and um, rolling your shoulders, doing isolations in the hips and the ribs, and then, like, downward dog planking arm exercises, stuff like that. So that was really great um, to be able to start the day like that. I kind of miss it. I might try to bring it into my own routine. And then we would do a vocal warm up as well, um, which is fun too. just doing, you know, like red leather, yellow leather and things like that, that are um, like my favorite is the Peter Piper one. Um, but yeah, super fun. Um, it was just really cool to be back kind of in that environment. And it was also all these things were a great way for us to get to know each other and to be able to learn about each other's acting styles and choices, tendencies, and just feel comfortable with each other. I mean, doing this work re requires, or at least it's better if you're all comfortable with each other and know each other. Obviously, we also all did hang out outside of rehearsal for the most part. Um, we were all living together, sharing a kitchen, living, you know rooms next to each other in close proximity so yeah um we were definitely able to like build that camaraderie which was very cool um yeah so it was really cool to do these classes and then also like the period styles class was amazing because I mean well okay sometimes I'm not gonna lie it was a little bit boring that did take me back to like high school English or not English class history class of this is what happened during whatever war and I mean it's all important and cool to learn about but it was at like a rough point in the day it was like right after lunch and we were all tired um but oh I was gonna say we went from 9 a.m to 6 30 p.m on rehearsal days so it was kind of a long day um especially we were like outside in the sun um so it was a long day to be doing all these things so then when we had the period styles class it was just like I was kind of we were all kind of low energy and tired, but it was cool information we were learning, and I'm so grateful I learned all of it and had all of it in the back of my head for while I was performing, because it's always obviously good to know your character and what you're doing, especially when you're improvising in a total different time period, language, country. Um, so that was really cool. I especially enjoyed when we were working on our accents and um, our kind of we had our separate character development like workshops and things but obviously we had to take <clears throat> styles into consideration when doing that so that was fun to be able to combine those things like okay I want to make my character like lesbian for example which I kind of did and how does that work in Elizabethan England okay maybe she's unaware that she is okay obviously she would not like be very accepted in society if she is oh maybe it would be funny if she like wants to end up in a nunnery but like doesn't know why or maybe she's just like is really into the lady in waiting and not so much the knights like just fun to like think about those things and the subtleties of kind of every fair day i would play it differently of she's having this self-discovery but some days she wouldn't get there and some days she would end up with a man so yeah, it was just really 
fun and interesting to be able to do that um, and to learn the whole new language. I mean, now, if and when I do a Shakespeare play, I will, or even if I'm just reading one, I'm going to understand everything so much better and be able to act it better and have like more context for what's going on in the world around when this play is written and like which gives me more context for what it's about and how the characters are feeling etc and also know like like oh like I know how to be like I like like crammed for example like crammed you know just like that is natural for me now to be like oh I have crammed for this exam or whatever instead of crammed and like objection would be objection like now I just see the the words that end in ed and think ed and I think see the words that end in t-i-o-n and I think cn which is just funny um and it's been funny um integrating back into real life or starting to and sometimes I'll say it and especially with my girlfriend as a joke because she like knows the run there now um but yeah and yeah, so it was just really cool to be able to learn, like, a whole new language. It actually inspired me to, like, want to work on my French again, revive it. Because um, I'm pretty, I'm definitely conversational in French and everything. Um, also, we were going to Canada, so, like, that was making me think of French. But I, like, ended up getting Duolingo and did it for, like, three days. And I was like, I don't know, I'm bored. But I'll, I'll continue with it now. But it was, like, definitely similar vibes to learning, like, this whole, like, Elizabethan speech and my country accent um it was definitely uh definitely fun and the accent was really fun for me i i picked up on it pretty quickly i think um yeah we had three different accents we did a country one a lower class and an upper class it's so funny when i say it i like hear them they'd be like mama class and upper class like they would all like talk about them Anyway, but I had the country, which was um, quite interesting. It is a bit like, um, kind of like Irish or Scottish, but it isn't quite that. It's a bit lower and there are some differences. To get into my accent, I would say, I thank thee for making me tea. Um, which... <laughs> is oh god okay i wasn't gonna say you're here but i'm just gonna say my girlfriend's here now okay she's laughing okay um so yeah i it was fun um that's what i would use to get into character also she just do you find it amusing when i switch back and forth between talking normal and the accent yeah um <coughs> yeah so that's pretty fun tis amusing eh boy um yeah so that's fun and I, I honestly also thought we were gonna get maybe more like Shakespeare Shakespeare training be, like how to literally like like what is the word decipher Shakespeare and like know how to say the lines because sometimes I didn't know because I honestly being a musical theater major at my school at least we'd never really like had classes on that I know I did my study abroad where I learned a lot about Shakespeare but we didn't really do it as much from an acting perspective as much as like educational so um but one of my peers there, shout out Thea, um, got booked to be in two Shakespeare productions while we were there um, for coming up. And I was actually like looking at her lines with her and she kind of taught me and showed me how to act Shakespeare more. So I was like, oh, great. Now I'll be a pro with my Elizabethan knowledge and uh, this actual training. So that's great. Um, but... Another. Oh, also, I'm drinking water. Oh my god, I almost didn't say it. Drink water, everyone. I'm drinking more now. Yes. So another like fun thing I learned while I was there is um, how to manage my energy, which is something I feel like I already know slash knew just from how I live my life. Like I was, for example, telling my girlfriend the million things I have going on tomorrow and ridiculous of me but like that's just like me um but then the next day I have like nothing so that's like that's managing my energy like that um but throughout a fair day is like next level because we are called at like 8 a.m and then you know we're not really done until like 7 30 p.m 8 p.m so it's almost like a 12 hour day 
and um, it's just yeah, it's a long day, and we're on like pretty much all the time. You know, we we do get some breaks, which is nice, but definitely like you have to pace yourself. Like you can't exert all of your energy straight out of the gate in the morning because. You're going to be dead by the end. And then who wants to be dead for the final pup saying? That's no fun. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely nice to be able to do that. Yes, that was cool. Definitely some people, like, had to learn that the hard way. Like, they would exert all their energy at the beginning and then be like, okay, I need to pace myself more because I'm dying. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, yeah, I need to be more like you. And I didn't want to be known as, like, the one who's, like, you know, slacking off or just not having as much energy in the beginning of the day which I feel like I still did I think I like was able to have like a pretty consistent energy and give my most energy when I'm doing my scenes on stage for sure but that kind of just meant like more so like physical for me like I would sometimes sit while I was doing a lane encounter like I'd pick a spot that I know a lot of people are gonna walk past in the shade and I'll sit and I will you know say something funny or do a funny scene while sitting um I also learned like about more how to manage your voice um and like project without a microphone um because I was performing on especially this one stage the dunk stage I was performing at it was like we were so far away from the audience there was a whole pond between us and we have no mics of course and so that's something that like in musical theater typically you have a mic um I know like for most a lot of plays you don't have a mic so like obviously I've done that before but it was just like outdoors and like in a pond so and like so many people would come which is amazing um but yeah you definitely want to like conserve your voice for that and also not like scream during those like some people would like scream and they would like lose their voice the next day and they were all like, Natalie, how do I save my voice? Because I was like the one of the main like singer people there. So they're like, Natalie knows how to save her voice. And I was like, yes, everyone, drink water, do these things. Um, which, again, I'm going to drink more. I know we just had some, but drink more. Um, so, yeah, that was another thing I learned. Um, again, just like improv. Like, I just... I freaking love improv and I'm good at it and it's so fun and I need to look I need to look more into it look up things to do I know I talked with Christine a bit about it um it's just so fun and even if I'm not doing it like I need to go see I need to see like Christine or my other friends perform improv I'm in New York City there's so much going on so many possibilities um and it was just really fun also to be able to interact with the patrons so much like I'm finding myself doing a lot of immersive theater and now I actually have an official certificate in it because Gary Izzo who was our director like wrote the book on it and so he was able to give us certifications I'm gonna read what it's I'm gonna pull mine up now immersive and interactive theater performance is what my certificate is in we had to like write a little like paper thing at the end to be able to get it um but yeah, so that's freaking awesome. I can put that on my resume. Um, and yeah, just so cool. Like, that's what kind of what Polar Express is a little bit of it. Oh my god, it's nothing compared to this, though. I'm, I'm probably going to do Polar again. And and so now I'm going back into that after having done this experience. Polar is going to feel like a piece of cake to me um, because it's like half the amount, like much more scripted things and like much more repetitive because with Polar, sure, it could be long hours, but we're doing the same thing over and over every hour, basically. I mean, of course, it's a different crowd, and there is a level of immersive improvness, um, so that makes it a little different, but very different than the Ren Fair in that way. And also, it's not in another, like, language, and it's not outside, so <laughs> much more chill. Um, but yeah, it's just great to have these new tools in my belt after, like, doing the Ren Fair. I feel like I could do anything. And I also did get to sing quite a bit more than I was thinking I would get to at the Ren Fair, which is awesome. Um, like I said, I was one of the more like singers of the group, and so they definitely like knew that and like utilized my like singing voice. I got to sing a solo every day, and um, I did a trio with my mom and my sister because they also sang well. Um, and yeah, we'd have the pub sing. I would have solo sometimes. It was just like a fun fun 
part of it because I, I love singing. I love music. And oh my gosh, there was on Monday nights after the fair day, because the fairs were just Saturdays and Sundays once we started. Monday nights, we'd have jazz nights where the band would just play and we could sing with them. And I definitely took advantage of that and sang with these amazing live musicians. Uh, it was amazing. I recorded some of them for my mom and my girlfriend. And maybe I'll even put a video on a reel. I don't know. Mostly I just voice recorded it because it was like a chill night. But it's like fun to listen back to. And so amazing to be able to perform with live instruments like especially after covid so often i find myself singing with a track which is just i mean it's it's nice that it's an option but it is very limiting and it was especially cool because i was getting to do like these jazz versions of these like sometimes musical theater songs sometimes just jazz standards um but yeah it was very fun um but yeah, it's just nice to be able to sing and often like patrons would go up to me and say how lovely my voice was they noticed or like I stuck out in the group, whatever. Um, so it's always just nice to like be able to hear that and be recognized like, yes, I was there primarily hired as an actress, but like I can sing and I'm glad it's being utilized and getting noticed, noticed, <laughs> if you will. Um, so that's fun. Um, now the people... I was with, again, all so funny, talented, and amazing. I, I don't know if I've said this yet on the podcast, but my way of describing um, everyone there to my mom and my girlfriend was they, it's like everyone is like the funny one in their friend group. Like everyone's just so funny. And like, that's been me with my friends most of the time. I'm like, oh, like, you know, I'm like the entertaining, whatever, especially with my non-theater friends, you know, I'm like the funny one I think I don't know who knows but um (laughs) I like to see myself that way and yeah just everyone there was we're all cracking up all the time everyone is making each other laugh um even like when we're in rehearsal and when we're out of rehearsal and when we're on stage when we're off stage just 24 7 my stomach hurt from laughing so much um maybe that's why we lost our voices too no I never lost my voice but you know um it was so good and everyone was and I had, they, I was kind of warned going into this, everyone would be, for lack of a better word, um, nerdy, but it was great. Um, like Dungeons and Dragons, like playing video games all the time and talking about whatever. And it was so awesome. I definitely stood out amongst the group as being one of the, the people of not as much like that. Um, but like, I'm all for learning these new things, hanging out with these new people, playing these new games and things. So that was really fun and cool to experience. Um, honestly, my sister's a little bit more like that. So I'm kind of grown up around it, but, um, I was just living with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of, uh, D and D fans for, you know, two months. And, um, I would be remiss if I never tried. So, you know, why, why not? Um, but yeah, everyone was super cool. I learned so much from them aside from, you know, that world. Um, everyone's so talented. Like I said, a lot of people, I mean, most of the people were older than me. So I also just learned a lot about a lot about like life experience, living in New York, their performing careers, things like that. Also just made good friends, like talked about our love lives, talked about friendships, talked about families, just like everything, obviously, that you talk about with friends and bonded on a whole other level because often when you make new friends you're not forced to live on the same quarters as them for a few months in the woods with like no one else nearby and bad cell connection um that's the other thing um was dealing with the the bad connection and living in the woods um it's very funny because I feel like if I was single during this experience I would have probably appreciated that aspect more and really, you know, tried to disconnect from my phone and just like live in the moment more and, you know, really be in the woods and not check social media and things, which I wasn't really checking social media. I was more so just texting my girlfriend or calling her. Um, But yeah, so that's like one thing that was interesting about it. But that's not to say I didn't do that because obviously I was not talking to my girlfriend 24 seven. Of course I, of course I was as much as I could be, but 
I tried my best, especially the last week, to like try to live in the moment and the first week because my signal was bad. Um, I had to try to live in the moment and make these connections with people and just like do some inner reflections about myself. You know, like I'm still discovering so much about myself. Of course, this year, you know, I didn't even know I was gay until this year. So I'm always learning new things about myself and about others and about myself as a performer as well as personally and all of that. So um, that was really interesting. And I'm also proud of myself for being able to live in the woods like that. I mean, we had our own rooms, technically. Uh, the, the room, my room and the room next to me, we didn't really have like a full wall dividing us so we could kind of hear each other um, whenever we were both in there, which was fine. I loved her. Um, that was also Thea who taught me the Shakespeare stuff. Um, shout out. But so it was more like there were bugs all the time and like I had to walk with a flashlight when I was going and I would have to like go out, you know, walk to like a bathroom and the bathroom was full of bugs and stuff like that. Um, and we all shared a kitchen, which is like a lot like, you know, um, so sometimes that was that was hard. That was probably like the hardest. Well, not the hardest part for me, but like, I guess overall I want to preface this I had a great time but that was the worst part of it for me was the living situation and my room was so so small I found out it was like the smallest one of everyone me and the other girl um which we were like the youngest so maybe that was why like it was fine I wasn't even like too mad about it till I saw everyone else's and I was like oh you all have like queen or full-size beds and like actual room in your room to like sit whereas like my room is my twin size bed and my like dresser and my mosquito net. Um, so that was a little frustrating, but like, it's fine. Um, and I grew from it and now I'm appreciating my queen size bed even more. Sans mosquito net. It's great. Um, so yeah, that, that was probably the hardest part of it, but I'm proud of myself for doing it and I would do it again next year. Hopefully I'd get a better room, but you know, uh, we'll see and I think I don't think I would have been able to survive that or as much as I did had I not gone to college somewhere like Utah had I gone right from my you know wealthy town in New Jersey lav lavish lifestyle to living in a situation like that I probably would have freaked out a little bit more um, but having lived in Utah and getting, getting grounded more there and camping and doing things like that. I was more down for an experience like this. And it's so funny because when we were all packing to leave, uh, two of the guys, oh, three of the guys were driving all back together in one car to New York city. I was like, I can't believe you're all fitting with all of your things. And they were all like, yeah, well, we're like pretty low maintenance, whatever. Cause my car was full with just my stuff. And I was like, are you calling me high maintenance? And like jokingly, um, they're like, well, I was like, I was like, no, you're right. I was like, I am one of the more high maintenance people here, but I will say, I don't think someone who is truly high maintenance could actually survive living here for the summer. And they're like, yes, that's true. So like relatively high maintenance, but in reality, like, no, not in real life. Um, cause definitely you could not survive living there if you actually were. Um, so yeah, just pat in the back to myself about that, but also like, it was good for me and happy I did it. It was like, I would try to tell myself, I was like, it's like a retreat. I'm like, people pay to like be in the woods and like get away from technology. And so <laughs> that's what it is. And I'm getting paid to do this and I didn't have to pay for my housing. So whatever. Um, but yeah, that was, <laughs> that was probably the hardest part. And, um, more water in terms of the bad signal. Uh, my cell phone provider is Sprint slash T-Mobile and they just have terrible service up there. Um, so I ended up having to get like an AT&T thing for the time being there. Um, cause the first week I didn't have it and I knew my girlfriend was freaking out. Um, she was trying to like be chill and act calm about it to me, but I'm just such a reader of energies and people. And so I knew she was freaking out and that was making me stress out and so I just had to get that taken care of so I did um, I mean of course obviously my mom and other people want to be able to get in touch with me also so 
that was important. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was tricky. You know, we tried to, we talked, once I got that, we talked on the phone pretty much every night, at least we would fall asleep on the phone. Very cute. I know. Um, and, uh, the rough thing was we couldn't FaceTime a ton. And when we could, normally I was like, with other people in the kitchen um because that was the only place we had wi-fi and the signal in my room i would get like one bar so it was like just enough for a phone call sometimes i would be able to facetime for like a second we would like freak out um but normally just the phone call in the room and the facetime in the kitchen um which was fine i mean everyone knew they're all like hi um they all knew her and um loved her obviously once she met them all in person they're all so excited to meet her um but yeah it was it was silly um but I think hopefully everyone understood I was in like a new relationship and that like I never like wanted to like people to feel like I didn't want to talk to them and be friends with them because I obviously did of course I did and I tried to when I could but I also was trying to maintain and grow in this new beautiful relationship so that was kind of my my struggle balancing those two things at once um, while also you know balancing actually doing my career and acting and focusing on my character work and things like that so there's a lot going on but um, I feel like we did pretty well I would say we were successful obviously my girlfriend and I are still together so that's good um, I guess no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, yeah it was just like a lot of me being brutally honest with her all the time about everything I was feeling and working through and her doing the same. Um, and we definitely had like some hard times, but, um, overall it was, it was good and just made us closer and love each other more and appreciate every second we have together now, just that much more of physical touch. Um, and quality time which are two big love languages the good thing to come out of it for us besides growing stronger is my girlfriend really stepped up her words of affirmation game which is my number one uh love language priority for me is words of affirmation and she was doing a great job of that um i really needed it from her and she was delivering and i delivered it back to her and i think she maybe appreciates it more now from me also um, who doesn't want to be told how amazing they are all the time? Um, and that was the other thing was in character during fair days, my character was like looking for a suitor. So basically all day people are telling me I'm beautiful and competing for my love. And so I was like, I mean, not for me, literally for my character, but you know, um, it was just funny. So I was like, babe, like you're going to have to step up the game. You got to tell me I'm pretty every like 20 minutes because that's what I'm used to now um and say it like in a poetic Elizabethan <laughs> way thou art the most beauteous maiden and all the shire um <laughs> yeah so but no that was really good and hopefully that's something that we can take from this summer and incorporate into life together just more words of affirmation and appreciating even more our time together um yeah and now I guess I'll talk, oh, oh, also it was nice, um, another topic, getting to be able to take my trips once we actually started the fair, um, I, you know, had, once we started the fair, I pretty much just worked Friday through Sunday, we would have pickup rehearsals on Fridays, and then just the fair days, uh, we would have pickup rehearsals on Fridays, and then the fair days on Saturdays and Sundays, and yeah, then Monday through Thursday, the world was our oyster as long as we were back in time. So I went to the city, I went to the Finger Lakes, I went to Toronto. Um, that was really nice. Honestly, though, like, I was, like, I would have FOMO sometimes while I was gone. I'm like, oh my god, they're all hanging out without me. So sad. Um, but I, I think those trips were good for me and my mental health to be able to sleep in a real bed and use a real shower a couple times um, and be with my girlfriend. <laughs> um, the, that was definitely great um but it was it was nice and like the weekends I didn't travel were also nice because I 
enjoyed the lake there so much. I would go to like the beach and tan and chill by the water. Me, such a water sign. I love just laying by the water so much in the sun. Um, so that was, that was the best. Um, and we needed it after the fair days. They're long days. So get to chill out on Monday and whatever. Um, yeah. But now to like how the actual weekends were. Um, so basically... So we had like a set schedule for how the fair days went. Um, and basically there was the different groups of people. There was like the town guild, which is like what I was. I was the mayor's daughter. Uh, there was the court, which was like the queen's court. And there was like the, the inn people like who worked at the inn in the town basically. And so we all kind of had like schedules that intertwine and whatever. And, Basically, how my schedule worked was the beginning of the day, I'm at the front gate greeting people, introducing myself. Then we go in. We would go on the stage, do a whole entrance of the queen and her court, introducing again. Then I would have a few hours of improv time on the lanes. So that would be me doing the lane work I was talking about, you know, um, making making scenes, you know, making up scenes, making up things, looking for suitors, just improving sometimes I would hang with the girl who played my sister or my parents or the the guy who was trying to be my suitor the most actively so that was always fun that was like different every day and um when I had visitors it was fun because they would like hang with me and during those times they were like I made my girlfriend my matchmaker <laughs> so she could hang around me all day it was funny because she was like setting me up with people but really she's my girlfriend in real life um but yeah so stuff like that then I would get ready for my first like set scene which was at the dunk stage um that was with like the other townspeople there was like six of us or something and we would do a whole scene that was improv but also pretty much scripted um we like came up with it ourselves and it was so fun and funny and that was fun we'd get a big crowd usually for that then we would then I would have one of my singing scenes which was also set that's where I sing my solo every day very fun um it was also fun because there were a lot of regulars and like I'd start to have a lot of the same people come to like see me sing every day or whatever and this one like cute older couple would be like where are you gonna be at at this time we love seeing you sing and perform like we want to like make sure we don't miss you and so, like, they would always come to my things. A couple other people would always come um, to, like, our town revels is what it was called. It was very fun to see our regulars. And um, we had the parade, which was very fun. That was with everyone um, in the cast as well as, like, the independent people. Um, so that was us, like, <sighs> that was, like, walking around the whole acre, the whole um, whole acres, 30 acres or whatever, of land you know smiling and waving which is so fun I mean you're like you know like a celebrity it's very fun they all know who Rose Bellamy is that's my character um and then we would then I had to improv a little bit and then go to another scene where I would get dunked in a pond um very fun I would get changed and then um do the scene and get dunked then change out of my wet clothes um and then we improved again a little bit more then we had a town meeting scene, which would be kind of improv, but like had some structures. So that was always really fun. And then we'd get a free drink, I'd get a beer or like meat or something. And then we do the final pub sing. And that was like where everyone was at the end of the day. And, and then we'd say wave bye to everyone at the gate and then change and shower and die. <laughs> no, we would like... I'd like to have, like, dinner pre-made usually, but, um, yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't mention any of my breaks, but I would take, like, a couple breaks, and I would normally eat lunch in character, um, which we could do. I would bring foods that, like, were appropriate for the period and eat it out of, like, a wooden bowl. Um, usually I would have some cheese with bread and, like, grapes and things. Um, that was fun. And, yeah, so that was kind of the structure of my day. It was a long day. It was very fun. Um, again, I learned a lot from all those things. And like I said, there were a lot of like regulars that would come and you'd almost be like a celebrity to them. And like even the people who weren't regulars, like it's just so fun. Like 
they go up to you at the end of the day and you're like, you made my year. Like this one moment, like you don't even think about these little moments that you have during the day that like impact these people so much. They tell you, and it's so beautiful and amazing to know. Um, even like these two character or two characters, two women who were patrons, I met them each separately earlier during the day. And um, then later I saw the two of them again and I introduced them to each other in character and they were both alone. And then they were sitting together at the pub saying, I was like, so cute. I just like made them become friends or lovers, who knows? Um, so that was fun. And also a really fun thing was my character, like I said, like kind of had a touch of hidden queerness, if you noticed. And a lot of the patrons who came to the fair were queer and they, I knew the light in their eyes. They really appreciate it once they like got it that I was. And, um, that was really beautiful to experience. Um, just like, yeah. And, but there was also like sad moments. Like I was talking to one woman in character and I was like, uh, my mom, like, you know, wouldn't want me to be with a woman or something like that, basically. And she was like, me either. And I was like, oh, that's sad. Like, my actual mom is fine with it. Um, I'm in 1585. Like, how sad. Um, but it was nice to be able to talk with people about it and things. Um, give advice sometimes and character about things. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, I just, I love it. Like, the last day, our last pub sing. We got a standing ovation after we sang Old Lang Syne, which is like everyone's crying. Um, but yeah, we got a standing ovation, which was so amazing. And I just really wanted to stare at everyone and really take it all in because like, first of all, we worked so hard. We deserved it. But also it's just like, you never know when your next live gig is going to be when your next, you know, it's just nothing like that feeling of watching the audience and getting the applause and knowing what that means and how deep this all meant to all of them. Like they look forward to this every year and, um, to have that impact and just, I don't know, it's a beautiful, amazing thing. And I'm so grateful to experience something like that. And that I know that they are so grateful for us. Um, and I don't know, it's just a beautiful thing. So I really, soaked up that applause and it was amazing um yeah but um I guess that's all I'm gonna say am I forgetting anything yeah um if I forgot anything I'll you know bring it up next week or something but um that's my you know kind of recap of the Ren Fair overall like I said it was great uh I would go back um probably would play it different character this time maybe you know someone in the court I don't know um or whoever um yeah I I really enjoyed it I'm so happy I did it regardless if I go back or not I'm so happy I've had that experience I definitely grew so much as a performer as an actress as a comedian as a person honestly just from meeting all these people I learned so much from them and from performing from doing this work it's not easy and it's very rewarding. Um, so yeah, I feel very grateful and I'm excited to take everything I've learned from that and be back in the city and, you know, further myself personally and professionally, um, from everything from it. So, and I have some new friends also. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, if you want to, you know, rate five stars, feel free. Also subscribe, follow, um, follow the Instagram at NNY podcast. And you can email at NNY at gmail.com if you have any sponsorships, inquiries or questions. Also, I've never really said this, but y'all can feel free to DM me or anything. If you have a question you want me to answer on the podcast, I could do it anonymously. Um, whatever. Yeah, I'm happy to do that as well. Um, but yeah, I love you all. Thanks for listening and bye.